One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Witch, please stop subconsciously hating yourself, shoulding all over yourself. And for the love of goddess, stop thinking you have to do it all on your own. This witch is haha here to help. Find me on sexandthesynchronicity.com for coaching, courses, card pulls, and deep XX exploration through erotic art. Fortune favors the bold, so be bold, be that witch, and head to sexandthesynchronicity.com. Hey witches, Leah here. You know my all-time favorite thing to talk about is manifestations, synchronicities, and going for the goals. So if you're ready to put your feminine energy in the front seat and whoa manifest some sh**, wait, are you really gonna bleep out sh**? I can't say sh**, this is my commercial. Anyway, what are you waiting for? It's can or never. Join my four-week manifestation course, buy my deck, art, and more by going to www.leahkanauer.com. L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R.com. Welcome to the wiggly world of witchcraft. Witches, you're listening to Basic Witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. I'm Leah Kanauer. And today we have our friend Wyo Lee coming into the coming into the studio. We talk about sex and wiggling and circles and inspiring each other and the power of friendship. Oh, it's a great conversation, y'all. And every time you see our logo, you're seeing the work of these three witches combined because Wyo shot those logo photos. Yeah. She's an amazing artist. And yeah, you're going to hear all about that in this episode. If you want to see, literally see some of her art, which was in the shot the whole time, then you need to get on Patreon where you can see ad-free video episodes, get card pulls with your witches and shout outs on the pod. You can join at the link in our bio at Basic Witches on Instagram. Yes, and you can also see the video of us wiggling and you can see uh, Rachel and I rocking our Basic Witches hats. So if you want to get some Basic Witches merch, that's also available at the link in our bio on our Instagram at Basic Witches. So join our Patreon, buy our merch, and enjoy this bomb-ass episode with Y.O. Lee. Wiggle Witch, we're so happy to have you here, Y.O. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we actually open with a wiggle? I think yeah. I could use that. And can you tell listeners like how to do it, like what what oh, wiggling is? Okay, so wiggling comes from inside your heart. Uh, you wiggle. Everyone has their own personal wiggle. For me, it's all about loving every single part of yourself, even the wiggly ones. And lately, I've been saying like life has wiggly ups and downs, and so we yeah. all just have to like wiggle with it and uh it's my it's my daily practice eventually there will be a wiggle movie but that's you know five to ten years in the future it's a background yeah. project oh <laughs> so if you're yeah. listening just like shake your limbs around wiggle your body feel into your wiggly parts however it feels good oh my god it's like loosening my back pain right now just yep. sitting here doing it Oof. and it oh, activates wow. my breathing yep <laughs> You're a genius. Can we start there? (laughs) (laughs) No, I stumbled into it. I mean, thank you. Sure, I am a genius, probably in other ways. But after I started wiggling, people started sending me all kinds of things about how wiggling heals trauma. And there are all these different modalities of like official types of wiggling that I still need to like formally learn about. But I get I get a lot of messages about anecdotal wiggling being and and like animals 
when the nervous system is releasing stress, they're often like tremors and shaking to get to complete the stress cycle. Mm. So yeah, yeah, stumbled upon it, feel just dragged toward it. Uh, it's, it's a big part of my life now. I learned about um, from that book, Zebras Don't Get Cancer, about how mm. like, I think that's what it's called. They, um, when animals are stressed in the wild, they do exactly that. They wiggle yeah. and it is the nervous system's natural way of shaking shit off. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And cats too, when they shake, they're like, they're, it's because they were nervous and they're shaking off that, yes. that fear. Yep. 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 Oh my gosh. To reset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how and long have you silly. been wiggling? Oh, let's see. Today, as we are recording, this is day 780, 788 days. Oh. Oh, today, so today will be 789. I haven't wiggled yet today. Okay. Okay. I wow. mean, I, I have, I just haven't wiggled live on Instagram and that's, I guess, how it counts. Just publicly. <laughs> so, which wiggles in the, in the woods where no one sees. Doesn't exactly. <laughs> what, counts. like, when you think back on day one, what's the difference between day 789, whatever it is, and day one? I wish that I could say I felt a larger difference in how self-conscious I feel. And now I think I at least have wiggle, wiggle friends. I, so at that, and that is a new thing. I say, hello, wiggle friends. And I think it's just like lovely to welcome people as friends. Cause who knows who the fuck is watching you on the internet and, you know, just greeting them as friends. And it sort of brings people into it. So day one, I did on my birthday, on my 30th birthday. And so it was two years ago. Yeah. So I started like sharing nudes publicly a couple years before that. And then I was like, Oh, cause I had, I had discovered wiggling for myself in February, 2019. So it was April 30th, 2019 that I started wiggling. And I remember just being so super duper self-conscious because I was like, this is weird. I want to do this, but this is weird. And like, you know, I thought I would at least have a script finished by now, but it really makes sense for me to continue to put the Wiggle movie, which is also, it's kind of a superhero alien musical. Think Little Shop of Horrors meets Rocky Horror Picture Show, but with wiggling, you know, and and it's all about self-love. And so um, day one, I was very, very nervous. I remember my best friend had given me this kimono for my birthday and I had that and I like wiggled it off and I just felt so self-conscious. So I'm a little bit less self-conscious now, but I still feel... Uh, I feel wiggly in my, in my feelings some days, like there are wiggly down days where I'm like, why am I doing this? But then I'm like, no, it's because I like wiggling. <laughs> oh, it helped me so much throughout the pandemic. When I would see you were live on Instagram, oh, I would join and it was a, it felt like I was hanging out with you, which was so fun. And B, it was just like getting me into my body and like, it's kind of like dancing, but no, yeah, but not, but there's no like pressure no to look good. Yeah. yeah. And you can literally just like be fucking weird. And I, I think for me too, the other thing is I am a hider. I like, I'm, I'm actually very shy. It's not something that people notice about me right away because I do a lot of things to, ask my shyness if it still needs to uh, rule me (laughs) and you know so it's not it's not what comes forward but um showing up every day I I wiggle live most days there are some days if I'm too tired if I really need to give myself a break I'll do a slow-mo wiggle um and just because that's really funny too that looks so funny to me when you like hit your thighs and it goes but there is something (laughs) about the daily practice of showing up for myself and for this future project so for me I think anchoring it in a creative project that I really am excited to do when the time is right is just kind of a beautiful reminder that I'm not going to give up on my creative self. And that feels magical to me. Oh yeah. I mean, first of all, showing up to do anything for 789 days. Yes. How many people can say that? Not I did 278 and like tweeting at Kevin Smith and even that was hard. So like coo fucking dose. Yes. And then secondly, about the self-conscious paired with the um, nude exhibition, I so relate because, and maybe that's why you and I were both drawn to like erotic art because um like I went on a date recently and the guy was so confused. He was like, so you're an introverted exhibitionist? That doesn't make sense. Oh, what a narrow-minded like, person. I was like, no, yeah, I think it totally total makes sense. sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he, maybe he just needs to be exposed or he hasn't yeah. had it with those words, with that feeling. I don't know. Yeah, that's that makes a I think there's a lot of introverted exhibitionists right? that, that I talk to. Yeah. Yeah, the way I tried to explain it, let me know if you kind of agree with this um, to him was, I think exhibition, that's the whole thing. It's like an exhibition is a show. It's not 
uh, interaction necessarily. Yeah. So it is, it is a separation of space mm -hmm. between consumer and performer. And maybe as an introvert, I really like that separation. Oh, okay. That also gets into definitions because when I talk to people about sex and sex lives, very rarely are they using, they use exhibition. They use exhibitionist just to mean like, oh, I like it when people watch, but that actually is different from like being in a space with per specific permission and like doing a thing kind of on purpose and there can totally be overlap. Yeah, so yeah. like, I don't really actually identify as an exhibitionist because I think of it in my own brain as like somebody out on the street who doesn't care who gets exposed to their nudity or their sex. And I'm such a rule follower and also don't want to like traumatize children. And I want to make sure that, you know, parents have the agency to like introduce kiddos to things in the right amount of time or just like, or any eyeballs of any age that like yeah. want to, but, but like what's the internet though. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. But also what you're saying is like the, the performance aspect of it, I can relate to. I just mm -hmm. didn't think of myself in that way yet, but also because I'm just on the brink of per per inspiration from you two, like <laughs> coming out even a little bit more. I actually am right. planning a brand new OnlyFans that I haven't gone forth with yet, but I'm but I'm like it's starting this week, this next month. So oh how um, exciting. Yeah, yeah I'm so I'm really excited. You can that, always do something new, you know, you can always be death and rebirth and create another. And you can version. always do something nude. Nude, yes. <laughs> and like and like it really was inspired by wait, can I talk about our recent photo shoot? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. Oh, please. I, I feel like it came out of that because spending this time with you and holding space for your creativity weirdly gave me, I don't know if this is weird actually, probably not. It gave me tons of permission for myself to just mm. be like, oh. I too can do a thing. And even though I know other people look at me and are like, you're doing all these things, I'm like, but not the things I want to do. Mm. So, okay. You know, and so that really has washed over me in this beautiful way. And I feel like other universe things are just like dropping in, like just the other night. I was like, mm. oh, now I know the order of things. Oh, like now I have the schedule. Like, you know, so it's going to be Naked Wiggle Wednesday uh, on the OnlyFans, yes. you know, things like that. So, yes. <laughs> That's well, amazing. We're so glad to hear that. It's yeah. a mutual, you know, uh, ten table tennis of inspiration yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> back and forth. Yeah. You are so special to us. And for listeners, Wyo took our original Basic Witches podcast art. And what was so fucking crazy, I forget who realized this, but we shot literally one day away from the three-year anniversary of that first photo shoot. So we did our second photo shoot. Um, yeah, what was it? June, June, 15th. June 15th and 16th. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think the lesson is like late Gemini photo shoots for us are awesome. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. this is right. I'm like, I really feel like we infused each one with magic. Now I grew up in a military family of medical professionals on a farm in a conservative town. So like, oh. I don't come from woo woo, but I do mm -hmm. believe in magic and like, I, but I didn't understand what it was before, but I'm like, oh, we've been creating magic together with the intentions that we plant in the photo sessions and with the like creative energy that we're exchanging and sharing and the way that it's like unfolded over the past three years. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. oh, wow. I'm more magic than I realized. And before oh, each yeah. look, we all pulled a card oh, yes. from a deck and the card pulls were like fucking lit. One, yeah. Like the first one was like, one was abundance. Another one was about soul um, purpose, soul squad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was Friendship. creative community. It was like yes. supporting each other in community and creation and all and of that. Like the we were literally bugs. doing that. Like everything yeah. we said was direct answers to what we either wanted to manifest or what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that brings me to like that was so full circle. And uh, you circle. literally make art of circles. This is a whole nother thing you do. <laughs> You have yeah. a circle right behind you. Can you tell listeners about that? Yes. So behind me is my purple Cancerian circle. We are now in cancer season. And let's see, why did I start painting circles? I don't know, but I was on my walkabout in South America. So I, long story short. What's a walkabout? I was walking around, like wandering in the world. Oh, I funny. had spent two years producing online reality television for pickup artists. I realized that was not mm. how I wanted to spend my life and soul energy. 
at the same time, I had like cheated on a boyfriend I loved very much with a female bodied person who was married. I was going to move across the country to be with them and their husband. It all exploded fantastically. And at the same time, some of my best friends from Los Angeles moved away. So mm. at age 26, I had this like whoosh in my life and I was sitting in my rooftop hot tub late one night, staring at the skyline. Uh. And I was just like, this is a cool life, but like, I, I don't actually enjoy the pieces of it. I just want to like shave my head and go to the Bolivian salt flats. And then I was like, wait a second. I could, I could do that. Yeah. I have three more months of this show. I'm going to get paid. I could just, I'd never given myself as an actor, as a filmmaker to leave Los. I've never given myself permission to leave Los mm -hmm. Angeles before. Of I had always felt like I needed to stay here to work on projects, to be available. And I just didn't give myself permission or space to be a person. And I was only gone five months. I thought I might be gone a couple of years because when I hit that December and it was like, right, I was at Machu Picchu when Donald Trump got elected. So I really was just like, it, it was, it was, it was a weird everything, but I was wandering around South America, like trying to collect these little bits of my soul. And like, I didn't speak Spanish when I started, like I, I started in Cuba actually. And I got there and I got out and I was like, I don't speak this language yet. There's not internet here, except in certain like Wi-Fi zones and parks. What was I thinking? You know, so um, it was six weeks later, I was in Cartagena, Colombia, and I was just at one of their museums. And I was actually looking at this beautiful photograph of like naked ladies sitting in a line, like facing away, but kind of looking at each other, which I would love to do a version of if you guys oh ever want to get onto it. Yes. Um, and I, and for some reason it was like walking through this thing that I was like, I need to paint yes I need to paint I need to paint with like thick gloppy paints but obviously like I had a 35 liter backpack which is like you know this it was a small <laughs> backpack and my camera bag and but I stopped at an exito which is kind of like a target but more of a grocery store and I got like some shitty fucking watercolors and like a pad of thing and I carried that around South America and I started doing shitty watercolor things and I like didn't know how to paint and so I wanted to give myself freedom to create and explore but like in a container where I didn't I didn't want to create another metric to measure myself as a failure like I was in oh. this time where I just felt like such a fucking loser because I was in Los Angeles for so many years and hadn't booked anything and I've got I have so many versions of the like mean subconscious voices that are like you're not the girl you're not the girl uh they're never going to actually pick you romantically or as an actor or anything so uh why don't you just go you know you know all those all those mean voices and so I was like I need I need something and also I'm obsessed with the moon and I don't know once I started painting circles I started realizing like how much I just like I thought I would paint circles for a few months when I got back because I got back to Los Angeles. I got some actual paints and canvas and canvas paper and I don't have any formal training as an artist, but I was just like, whatever, like this is just, this is just for me. This is a meditation. This is a way for me to like mm -hmm. be grounded and not look at a screen and do something that is not to impress anyone, um, which didn't last very long because I eventually did start <laughs> selling them, which is like a hooray, happy thing. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, so that's kind of the basic, of my circles of, I just, I just, I, I think I also have been inspired. I don't know if I was aware of this artist at the time, but Stella Maria Bear is a beautiful painter and she does beautiful moons and beautiful things. And my circles are very different. Like they're very, um, they're very colorful. Hers look like real planets and mine, mm. uh, I think of them as sex planets kind of, but also just like magical worlds. And then when I see circles out in the world too, I just feel like they are all for me. And it's also beautiful because people just in, in the same way with wiggling, people send me wonderful, beautiful circles all the time. Mm. And I get so happy when I see them. Oh, I love that. You're literally so following sweet. the joy yeah. as yeah. your guide. Yeah. Yeah. And all these things. Oh my God. How do you get the edges of the circle so perfect? I've always Oh, that's that. my favorite part. Well, so I do, I trace things to make the outline. And I, somebody messaged me and they're like, my art teacher could draw a perfect circle by hand. And I was like, that is so awesome. Great. However, I started this like not as a way to make myself feel less than I, for the big ones. Mm -hmm. I have a really cool tool. That's basically like a, a tape measure meets a compass and it's made for mm. drafting. So it has a little pokey thing in the middle. It has a little lead that goes on the end and um, the edges are, you know, squiggly. But if, and if you look closely at my circles, you'll see they're very imperfect, but that's where I always start is going around the edges. And it's just so satisfying. And, you know, it is funny because I've noticed that, especially with my larger circles, 
it's the fucked up edges that people like the most. They love yeah. it. When, like they like it so much better than a perfect one. And I think I do too. You know, it's just so, but also I'm biased. I like all my circles. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad to hear it. And yeah, I'm not surprised they like the imperfections. Like yeah. that's yeah. what... It would be freaky if I, if it was perfect. Like yeah. it wouldn't be as pleasing because it wouldn't look handmade, you know? Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. I think there's just something so human. Like we all have our little, I'm going to use a binary word, but I just want to preface, preface this by saying, I don't think this is a good or bad thing, but like we all have quote unquote flaws, you know, things uh-huh. that we judge about ourselves as imperfect, but also how fucking boring would the world be if we were a bunch of perfect people? Like right. what would that even be i'd be like a dystopian horror film yeah yeah ew like stuff wives like yeah yeah i did i did hypnotherapy with moira michelle who's been on the show before so incredible definitely recommend um and in my like um personalized guided meditation that she made for me something i always remember so good perfection is not a part of the human existence Yep. And yep. I just love that because that whenever so I so beautiful. Yeah. Second guess myself. I'm like, oh yeah, like no one is perfect. What a relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's such a funny thing that we measure ourselves against this idea of of shoulds. And I, that's something I've been really consciously letting go of a lot lately. And the thing I've noticed now that I'm getting, again, to use a word that's imperfect because we have a human language, better at it. Mm it's really hard because then when I meet people who I like or have a crush on, or I'm trying to date who are still caught in this like really mean, mean, like the worst mean parts of self-judgment, I'm like, Mm. oh no, I don't know how to help you, but I know what that feels like. And it's, Mm. that's tough. That's tough. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It's tough to be around people who aren't at least working on loving themselves. Yeah. Especially empaths. Yeah. Yeah. I feel for them. Yeah. And, and oh. me, I still have struggly days. I'm not saying I'm like better and perfect. No, no, <laughs> right. no, doesn't exist. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I live a life of, I would say um, frequent disappointment in humans, mm-hmm. even though I'm still trying to inspire and lead and make change. I'm never going to stop doing that, but I also have a lot of disappointment. And most of it comes down to if you're just not willing to put in that effort to try to love yourself. Mm. Like that's the root of what I see in most people. You can trace stuff back to like, are you on your own team or do you hate yourself? Mm. And that brings me to my point of um, with you were saying about the comparison or quantitative judgment and self-critique. I learned from former guest, Angie Ilg, that that is the patriarchy anything that's Mm. quantitative measurement comparison focused Mm. that's your internalized patriarchy coming through capitalism same thing what's her framework for that like what do you mean i think she learned that from someone else maybe a philosopher but it's it's like anytime you get out a measuring stick metaphorically you are embodying Mm. capitalism and the patriarchy you're like yeah you're trying to keep up with the joneses yes Mm. they are designed for comparison to make you see something you want, can't have, or you think you're not good enough to have Mm -hmm. and take it out on yourself. Mm. So anytime you feel yourself measuring, try to look for like, where does this come from in the patriarchy? Why am I in the habit of thinking in this way? Interesting. See, I always thought it was my sixth house, which is associated with Virgo, that is full of Jupiter, the planet of big yes, like a big magnifying glass and my Mercury, which is like my communication. And they're both in Gemini. So I'm like, and Virgo can be hypercritical mm-hmm. Virgo's the discerning eye so that's also again with the sixth house anything follower, in there yeah like following said. the rules very grounded must be better must be better must be better mm-hmm. you know and so that's that's something that I've always super duper related to I mean I also was raised in a military family like yeah. oh, I mean chores, chores had to be completed by 1800 and they had to be we had inspections and my family was very oh. loving but it's like I am a rule follower for a reason. Right. Wow. Are you like quote unquote black sheep of the family? Yeah. Do they get you? Oh, funny, funny. Uh, My family is so sweet and loving and supportive. They don't want to know all the details, but like, you know, I, I recently, I actually just this morning was like, okay, I'm, I dropped the ball. I'm not going up for 4th of July. Like I didn't book the plane ticket and the plane ticket is gone now, but also I found out that flight got changed. So I was like, fine, whatever. Um, but they're very supportive of all of my work. I don't know that I've 
ever met someone who had a more supportive family. I mean, maybe rich people. I don't know. I don't know. But like (laughs) my family is so, so sweet and loving and I've been supported by them in so many ways. And, and they are very confused by me from what I can tell. And I, and and I'm often confused by them. So black sheep. (laughs) Yes. How do I know one Christmas? Not this was only a few years ago because we're a very sweet family. We do, we still do things that are like, you know, perhaps for children, for example, Easter egg hunts, like our last Easter egg hunt was like four or five years ago. I love Um, Easter egg hunts. Yeah. Yeah. They're so fun. And so one Christmas, my parents, we were opening stockings and they got my sister and I, they had been traveling at in Europe and went to a Christmas market and they gave, they had these little like sheep things that were like wooden but like fluffy they literally gave me a black sheep and my <laughs> sister and brother a white sheep and I was like I was like uh, you guys this is like on the art seriously on the and they were, yeah and then and they were like what oh no and I was like really and then they're like well, oh, well, well have you watched how to train your dragon too have you watched it and I was like no I haven't they're like oh we have to watch it so we watched how to train your dragon too and found out that black sheep are worth 10 points and white sheep are worth one point. So I was like, so, okay. But also like, what a strange message. So yeah, I am the black sheep of the family. Oh my God. (laughs) When did you start to realize that you were like a little different from them? (laughs) Way later than you would think, like only in the last few years, because here's the thing. I, when you meet my parents, there is no question. I am not adopted. You see my dad, you see my mom, you see me, you understand me better, but I'm like the weirdest parts of my parents all put together. Now, I did grow up hearing from them things like, you're a little different and, you know, kind of with this like very loving tone. And I do have different ideas and I've always had kind of a different way of looking at the world, but um, it didn't really start sinking in, I think, until after I came back from South America. And it's mm. it's only as I've been able to, should we pause for these sirens? There's a lot of sirens. Okay. It's like it's sound only, design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, city. the cityscape, city let's wash yeah. over you. You're in, you're in a loft in downtown Los Angeles. The fire station is visible from the corner window. Um, you know, but it was it was only when I got back from South America that I started to, so it, it was when I was in South America that I realized I hated myself. Like it was October, 2016. And I was in Banos, Ecuador. And I had had just a fucking magical weekend. I had met a lover in Quito. He had like a family condo in Banos and was like, I'll drive you there. Like I was like smoking weed along the way as he drove and the full moon rose over the volcano in the distance. Like I had just the most perfect weekend and like our sex was okay. But I was like, I don't know about sex. Like I'm confused. And, you know, and we had a nice time and he was so sweet and the food was so delicious and the massages were so Mm. affordable and it was a hot springs. And then after he left, like I went to a new little uh, Airbnb spot and I was like looking around and I was like, why am I miserable? Like Uh. literally all of this is perfect. Like what, what the fuck is wrong? And then I was like, oh, I don't think I deserve any of this Mm. because I suck and I hate myself. And then I was like, oh, that's not okay. I'm in a human body. And at that point, so I'd been traveling for two or three months and I'd been doing a lot of thinking and I was, I was in a tough spot, but I had decided like, I, at this point, yes, I definitely want to stay on the planet. Like I have made that choice. I'm here to do work. Like I have so many, and part of my South America journey reinforced that for me. I had so many things that could have been disastrous that I feel like I just have angels or magic Mm. universe, witches watching over me because I think I'm here to do something because I've just have gotten so lucky in these ways that I don't have control Mm. over. And so I was like, okay, hating myself. That's not, that's not how I want to live my life. I'm going to be here. I got to figure this out. And so I read the book. uh, Somebody had told me about it like a year or two before love your, like how to love yourself. Like your life depends on it with like a little Amazon download. And here's the thing. It's basically just like a self-publishing of this dude who says, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. And it's his little story that goes along with it. And so I just started like looking in the mirror and saying, I love myself and just thinking that, and then like looking like practicing with like, I love you and finding the version that worked for me. And it's still an ongoing thing. And a part of it, you know, there's there's guilt because I never thought I would cheat on a partner. And then, but mm-hmm. also like, it's been so long. I, I need to let it go, you know, and, but there's all, like you were saying mm-hmm. the disappointment. And I wonder oh. if like, that's such a powerful thing for me to not turn into a story of like, here's a reason why you're bad. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So all of that is to say, that was my wake up call. Trump winning the election was like, okay, there's fucking work to do. I don't know what my exact role is, but time to go home. And, and I've just been working on all of that ever since. And it's been really beautiful because as I've allowed myself to love myself more, I've shared more of my real self with my family as I've discovered it. And they are so willing to meet me. And that's what I, even if they're uncomfortable, cause they're, cause they're sort of like, oh, Oh, the whole range of feeling. Oh, you're crying. Okay. You, oh, you're speaking (laughs) your truth. You're speaking your truth. Okay. Oh, but it's loving. Oh, okay. You know, so I'm throwing them into a lot and they're uncomfortable, but they are, I feel so loved and supported. And, you know, I just want to find ways that like maybe to hang out with them that don't trigger mutual nervous systems. And that's, that's TBD, you know, yeah, yeah. family's family. Yeah. (laughs) I so relate with my relatives as being like the wild card black sheep moved away when I was 15. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Like went and did my own thing in this own career path that no one else did. And, um, I feel like when you were saying your family, they're like, we don't need to know all the details. I feel the same about like all of my sensual art because obviously I don't invite the male members of my family to see it. So I like, can't even share it with them. And then Mm. also I've just become okay with like, I'm allowed to have parts of my life that are private and still share exactly who I am with them. Mm. Like I can. How though? How do you do it? How do you organize it in your brain? Because my brain is like, I must tell everybody everything. No, and that's see, why I have, I, I'm, and I don't mind it, but I just don't know how to. That is something I learned through open relationships. I can actually pinpoint mm. the, the conversation, but without naming the person because he's like um, a public figure. But I had a conversation with this guy who's experienced in openness and I was trying mm. out openness. And he said, sometimes it's more loving not to be completely forthcoming or you don't have to be mm-hmm. overtly forthcoming. Yeah. And that yeah. changed something for me where I realized like, cause I'm such a truth teller too. Like I'm Scorpio, double Scorpio, like no bullshit, mm-hmm. but I have learned how to dole out the loving amount of truth to people. There's some but things they don't where, know. Where are the lines? Cause that's where mm-hmm. I, I actually can't tell. I have no uh, idea. Well, that's the thing. You do have to find a way to discern that. You just stumble but, into it and then correct next well, time based on the person. Error. I know I know per case basis because like with my partner at the time we that we were trying openness it's like okay I I intimately know my partner I can tell that this is a certain line in this case but then with my family it's a whole different dynamic of like I said splitting it from like I share with it with my sisters but I'm not going to send sensual art to my brothers like they don't want to see that like there's mm. no need for that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, and then with my parents, it's like, okay, I know they're religious. I know they're super religious, but they're oh. also really loving and supporting. Like it sounds like yours are conservative, but loving and supportive. Um, so it'd be like, what's gonna trying to think of what's gonna trigger them and avoid that. I have no idea though. Like I get so, I get so surprised by the things that, that trigger people. And that's where I I just, and you know, that's why I'm also like now in this phase in my life where I'm like, what do you think about sex? What do you think about sex? What's like for you? What's like, I'm just data collecting because I think for different people, anecdotal research is what I call it, but it's, it's such a vast experience in the world. And I think the more that I talk to different people and feel into the differences, I'm like, oh, oh, failure is inevitable failure again with air quotes, but like I'm not going to get this right. It doesn't matter. Like, like I can't guess everyone's needs, especially when they don't tell me, especially when they're so sneaky about sharing their needs. People never want to talk about what they need directly. No, not never, but Mm. you know, not never, but on average. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's another thing I'm curious for both of you with sex. If you, if you're comfortable saying your needs, I'm super comfortable and I'm dating right now. And people have been giving me the response of like, Oh my gosh, thanks for just saying what you need. So I don't fumble around your pussy. Mm-hmm. Like, thanks for telling mm-hmm. me the GPS coordinates and the cheat codes. Like it's great. Like, do you guys just say what you want in sex? Oh yeah. It saves so much time. Yeah. Why? what about you? Well, I'm in an interesting place now because for the last couple of years, I mean, I just haven't started a new sexual relationship in about a year. Mm. And 
I don't even know how to answer this question. I, it, so sexual communication is something I struggle with so much that mm-hmm. it has turned into my life's mission because I'm so obsessively mm-hmm. confused. So um, like, so like, I'm still not good at it, even though I've been talking to people about their sex lives, including Leah and Rachel in the future. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't know. I'm bad at it still, but, but the current version of that looks like me trying to dance around the fact that I have a sex podcast and are they going to be uncomfortable? But I think that's also shifting since our shoot, like the last couple of weeks have been so full of growth. And I also have a hard time saying exactly what I like because my body changes constantly Mm. and because Mm. I am a submissive. So what I like is really like, I have an incredible amount of both spontaneous desire where I'm like already horny, bubbling, ready to go, but also a lot of responsive desire where when I know what the person is into, uh, what is yummy to me will change on a case by case basis. Mm -hmm. But I really, really, really want to have someone who can talk about sex with me. And I have yet to find a recent partner in my last two attempts, you know, last year during the pandemic, about a year ago, there were like two different people I was talking to, and they were my most recent sexual partners. And I, I tried different versions and explicitly with my mouth, it is hard to say these words for me still because also my body changes day to day. But I had a lot of fun doing like sexplorations, just like, now you try this on me. Now you try that on yeah. me. I'll try this on you. And that's kind of where I've been making it more relational and experiential, but it's definitely something I still really struggle with because I mm-hmm. don't know. Well, I it's still- a process. Yeah. Now that gives me so much more of an understanding of Sex Stories Pod, your podcast, because- mm-hmm. Um, we teach what we need to learn. That's why I have a self-love course. <laughs> you have a sex stories podcast. Like it's so cool that you're just using the sacral chakra, which is sex, power, and money mm-hmm. to have a conversation and like learn about those things. And you're yes. wearing yellow right now, which isn't that the color of the sacral oh, yeah, chakra? Orange, which we're all kind of in. Uh, yeah, we're in the palette home. of. Yeah, we're in oh, a yeah. really warm palette. I will. Also say the year I started the sex podcast, like orange became my color. Like I got this orange lipstick and then like, I have an orange tripod and I have these orange hard drives, like, like orange. And when I was a little, when I was 10, which is maybe not related, but I, I had this like orange outfit that I wouldn't stop wearing. And I grew up on uh-huh. an orange farm and oranges are orange oh circles. My gosh. Oh, I know. My gosh. oh my gosh. Wow. So, I have full so many circle. things like that in my life where, yeah, yeah. full circle, where I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, it all seems so obvious now, but it's like, that's where I'm just like, wow. okay, I think these are just little winks that I am yes. on the path after all, maybe, you know? This is like the most millennial thing I'm about to say, but for to, to communicate sex, I will often send my boyfriend memes. Like literally this morning, oh. I sent him a meme that I like, I found that's like related to sex. And I was like, this is hot. And I basically just send him like, this is what I'm into. I want to try this. It's like a fun, interactive way of like exploring the internet. So where do you find sex memes and like gifts too? Like how do you find them? Search when you look. Um, it's usually on my explore page because I look at them off so often (laughs) that now Instagram knows what I want to see. But, um, sex with Emily is a great Instagram account. It's like all about sex and there's, there's so many, um, but yeah, that's like a fun way. And I was going to say, I wonder if you've explored, so I have a new, this is crazy why synchronicities because only in the last like two weeks, I got a new um, BDSM partner, a Dom to <gasps> practice with, who's what? also in, practicing. Wait. I know. Right. How crazy is that? Far away or close? Is it like close. an emotional thing? Is it in real life? Like, oh, 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 oh tell me life. more. <laughs> all are good. All, I mean, it's all real life, but like, how yeah, physical yeah, yeah. Is, I guess what we I was had, trying like, to ask vanilla sex, like, you know, just non, I guess, non kink, whatever, but you, you, y'all know me, everything is a kink, um, but kinks are normal. Um, we had just like regular sex on the first date. And then since then two BDSM sessions. And what I was going to say is like, we've been having discussions before and after. So specifically what's on the table, what do we want to try? What are the words we're using? Um, green, yellow, red lights for like, Mm. stop, maybe go. Um, and aftercare, we had to nail down, like, what is our aftercare routine? What is your aftercare routine? What do you like to do? We alternate between eating chips. It's only been twice, but eating chips and salsa and having a glass of water and discussing. Cause I picked the snack. I was like, there has to be food. Yeah. (laughs) And then alternatively, if I feel like it cuddling, because a lot of times I don't, because I'm like, it's not as intimate for me. It's more just sexual 
Okay. You know what I mean? So I get a little Wait, the relationship's not as intimate or cuddling's yes, not as intimate? The, the, okay. the relationship is friends with benefits. It's not, um, you know, boyfriendy. Okay. Um, so far. So we gotta watch out for oxytocin, serotonin, those dopamine <laughs> hits to get you hooked. It'll sneak up on ya. Well, especially with kink. The and that's why problem. I got, I, what? That's my only problem with sex. <laughs> I know. Well, I got, I got blindsided by the intensity Feelings. of the connection with my master like mm, totally blind I, mean, I could see why dipping yeah. my toes in the water I could see why yeah it's it's, it's beyond so, it what I could have imagined so intimate we actually talked about that last night because we were like oh my gosh because it's the most wet I've actually ever been and that is saying a lot for me because I have tried a lot okay maybe I've been this wet before but like I don't know you guys dripping dripping like the bed is wet from just me like from just fucking or from squirting or oh, from like fingering really or just all the things just like constantly fucking. intercourse wasn't even on the table this is like everything oh. but like and so the way we're oh, running it okay let me just finish the point of like yeah the, yeah the discussion outside of the play is mm. so straightforward it's very open and then once you're in the play I've been so comfortable because I already know what's what what we're aiming for and what we're yeah. talking about and like so it doesn't take me out of the moment or anything. Yep. So I just highly recommend that. Um, and like the debrief after. Okay, but so to, for the juicy details, um, it's been all about me and the divine feminine. So this person is in a, um, mm. he's a cis male and which is like currently last on my list of desires. And so it's working mm. out very well that like he's actually on a mission to worship the divine feminine more. So he's dating around, he's trying to be with different women to please them. Like we did have intercourse mm. once, but now it's been all about my pleasure. And amazing. yeah, he wants feedback. He wants to get better at all of that. So it's literally what it looks like is like me getting strapped in, um, him like massaging my entire body for as long as I want, gently, slowly warming up to going down on me, both with my- Wait, say this slower. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Um, depending on like, if we're using any other toys, like vibrators been involved, the paddles been involved. Oh my gosh. I had like the best spanking of my life. Mm. Like, holy shit. And all of this is no need for intercourse, like no need for much cock involvement at all. Mm. And just, I don't know you guys, like I said, the wettest, like the wettest. And then, um, we've been playing around with like edging. And so we're using a number system where I have to, like, I have to tell him cause he's the dom. Yeah. 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 Um, where I'm at on a scale of one to 10, like as far as how close to orgasming. Fun. And when it gets to a 9.5, he usually stops me and yes. I throw a tantrum. Oh, the, best. <laughs> the best of the best. I, I love know. it. Hot. Oh, I love it. And then just doing that until I, until we decide it's time. And Ooh. yeah, I've never done a number system, but I always what? ask permission when I'm, when I'm with yes. my master, my rule is right. I must ask permission and I must inform him when I'm getting close. Yes. And then there are times where like, I'm not ready to come yet because I'm, I'm, I can get so sensitive that sometimes coming for me will like make it so I have to take a break just depending on how warmed up I am or whatever. Uh -huh. yes. And so I will sometimes ask for mercy. I'll be like, mercy, please. I don't want to like, may I please not come yet? Like, yes. like, you know, it'll yes. be like, mm -hmm. um, and cause sometimes it just sneaks up on me too. And yes. that's the other thing. Cause I'm used to living my entire life as a tough come. And so that's another reason that all of the edging and the slow warmups that you described just yeah. as part of a regular session were so good for me. Is yeah. that a phrase tough come that made you sound like so badass? A tough come, a difficult a come. come. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, I don't know. It's a thing we say a lot. I don't know. I don't know if it's, a, I mean, I think it's a phrase. I said it. Yeah. You get I said it. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I was now. like a, like a tough come, like a really, like, but I, but I, but I'm not very, yeah. I'm like, tough in terms of I can take a lot of beatings but my actual demeanor is sort of just like sweet and wiggly <laughs> yeah yeah sweet yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh oh. wait Rachel did you tell your adventure no okay so you guys have to so you guys are getting the story in reverse which is so fun so you know the night last night ends with glorious coming manifesting beautiful things for the world don't worry I got y'all like bringing in that divine <laughs> thank everyone. you you're so welcome my pleasure and yes. <laughs> and um but if you rewind the evening the date started with a paddle boarding trip on lake erie i'm in ohio right now and 
Um, you went from paddle boarding say, to getting a, paddled. The different kind of paddle. Yeah, I did not even make that connection. <laughs> I was like trying to imagine what that meant. Like I was imagining a dungeon and like a, you on a board getting pad, and then I was like, oh no, she, oh I, oh like the yoga, the people, the water. Okay, okay. Yeah, you guys, water. that's so hilarious though. Full fucking circle. I didn't even put that together. Yep. <laughs> So <laughs> that's crazy. Although he did make a joke when I put the strap of the ankle strap on the paddleboard on, he was like getting ready for tonight, you know, cause this is getting strapped in. Love it. Um, so we go out, we launch. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. I had just booked. I just found out right before launching that I booked a commercial. So like good news. Uh, yeah. We happen to already have bottles of Prosecco to christen the paddle boards with made in voyage. So we just use the Prosecco for my celebrations as well. We're like, yes, we're like laying, looking up at the clouds. There's gentle waves. Um, The water feels great. It's a hot day. And then take some cute pictures. And then we realize we're fucking halfway to Canada. Like we definitely got in a rip current. We fucking got swept to sea. Yep. And I was like, universe, I wanted someone to sweep me off my feet, not out to the middle of the <laughs> Not yeah. sweep me off to Canada. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we need to make an effort to get to shore. So we start fucking paddleboarding, paddling to shore. And a fucking hour and a half goes by and we have not made progress. We're Damn. laughing, like it's funny, but then my intuition kicked in and I was like, uh, we're um... not getting in we're actually stuck in the lake. And for those of you that don't know, it's like an ocean, it's a great lake. So it's gigantic. Um, Like you can't see land except we can see the shore in the distance. But then I'm like, I just told him, I was like, okay, we're not getting in without a tow. We have to get towed in. Like we have to flag someone down. We have to find help. And I told him I'm going to use my witchy powers to summon jet skis. I was so serious. I paddle away from him. Meanwhile, he's, he gets his phone out. We have waterproof bags. He starts trying to find like the rescue people to call. I tell the lake, I'm like, listen to me, send me jet skis, send me jet skis. I fucking turn around you guys. And there are jet jet skis out of nowhere. Didn't even hear them coming. Two of them right by the guy. And he's looking on his phone, trying to call rescue. So I yelled to him, Hey, Hey, look. And I point like there's jet skis right by you. He yells to them. They come over. They fucking have towing equipment in there. Oh my God. And there's two of them. So we basically get a fucking free jet ski ride to shore. We tow the paddle boards. And then then we went and got pizza and did that BDSM session. Oh my (laughs) God. Action packed day. I was going to say that's a huge amount of energy for one day. I slept so many hours when I came home. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Man. I summoned the jet, those jet skis came out of nowhere. We didn't even hear them approach. And they told us, they were like, we were not going to stop. We didn't see you. We were taking a picture. We stopped to take a picture of the sunset. Wow. In the skyline. And oh, uh, that's so fucking day. cool. Yeah. Wow. So why, like when you were like, I feel like the universe saved me in South America. Like <laughs> I get that too. Yeah. There's like, so many of those moments. Yeah. We're supported wow. because we have to be doing something here. Yep. Um, speaking of synchronistic stories, I want to tell this story for listeners because it's so wild. Just how I met you, Wyo, um, was such a synchronistic day. So I was with my old commercial agent. I needed new headshots and she recommended you because you took photos of one of her other clients. She was like, use, use this girl. She's great. So then I come to your, your beautiful penthouse and on my way into the apartment, I pass a friend, Amanda, who is friends with my friend Maddie, who is on Adele Dazim, which is a musical improv team that Rachel and I met through, met on. Oh. Um, so I pass Amanda, you had just taken Amanda's photos. And so that was like a weird synchronicity. And then like going into your apartment, we're total strangers and we just like hit it off and now yeah. like you shot my nude photos like yeah. I've done so many fun photo shoots with you and that was from a random like connection and I just love I'm not even with like that commercial agent anymore but I'm with you <laughs> it's amazing and like and I feel also just very grateful because it 
when those people drop into your life and you're like, oh, I can be my regular self with these people, with this person. And I think you had like just shaved your head. Am I correct? Like you just got back from South America or was it? Yeah, yeah. I I shaved my head in May, 2016. And then I was gone from Los Angeles. And I think I met you in the first couple of months because I came back and I was like, I need to do jobs. And I only want to do jobs that I believe in where I'm like helping people. Maybe I'll help other artist people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it was very, very fresh. I really thought I was going to grow my hair back. People love to ask me about my hair. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't care about hair is what I've decided. Like, like I don't feel compelled enough to have it. <laughs> I love your buzzed look. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thanks. And so it good. just seems so you, although that can always change. Yeah, no, I, li- I like it. I, I think it also helps people know that I'm not, um, when I had my long blonde hair, I think it just was like incongruent with my actual feeling like this mm-hmm. alerts people that like a little bit different, you know? Yes. Um, and then like meeting Leah, for me, it's such a gift too, because I think it was like a year later that you recorded sex stories with me. I think it mm-hmm. was in, or maybe even actually it would have been a couple of years later. Let's see. Cause I didn't start it until the end of 2018. So we wow. probably met in 2017 and I think we were like in the periphery. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think for me, just feeling trusted with people's personal things and you know even though I tell people at the beginning like I'll edit it I want you to feel comfortable the goal is to like make you feel comfortable sharing openly mm-hmm. not to like shock value you and mm-hmm. and then just like people being comfortable letting me take pictures of them naked because I know that's mm-hmm. such a vulnerable thing for most people mm-hmm. magic it's magic I'm magic. so glad you guys met and it gives me such trust in we meet the people we need to you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm we cross paths in each lifetime with the people we need to, right? Even though some people are very challenging. Yeah, gotta grow somehow. Yeah, (laughs) right, (laughs) we needed to learn. Sometimes you step in a quicksand person on your path and you're like, nah, (laughs) but you had to learn something. (laughs) Oh my God, I know, (laughs) yeah. You guys aren't, you guys are like the opposite of quicksand. You're like mountains that grow, like a gentle volcano of love, like not the scary lava kind. Like if a volcano was a fountain of water and it was just like lifting people up. You know what I mean? Like those, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like the old Fosse type show. Yeah, it was like the whole musical Like at the Grove. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes, that's my compliment. You are water volcanoes (laughs) of love. (laughs) That is so fucking sweet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So like, I mean, wow, you're totally a witch. We know this like a witch, like what kind of a witch would you say you are for listeners? Oh my gosh. So I think I only recently realized that I'm magical. Mm -hmm. And when I say recently, I mean, not this pattern, not this past Saturday, not the Saturday before, but the Saturday before that. So like two and a half weeks ago. Yes, because I read this book, Existential Kink. No, because you have to understand. Yeah, I got obsessed with Existential Kink, which is like, there's a big dose of everyday magic and talks about shadow work and subconsciouses and all of this stuff. And even though I have lots of evidence in my life of magic, I never felt responsible for it. I was just like, oh, there are those people that are extra sensitive that have these magic powers, you know? And then like people like Leah and Rachel who can just like, you know, become witches because they decided to. And I have lots of friends who identify as witches and magical creatures, but I never thought that was for me. I think because of my upbringing, because I'm, I'm also so practical and so tangible. And then I was like, wait, wait, maybe this has something to do with like how the people that look at me see this magic. And so it's really only in the last couple of weeks that I'm like, oh, so I think I'm a newly initiated witch and I'm just still learning. And I feel very oblivious a lot. Like I feel like a very, not a super young soul, but I think I'm definitely medium, (laughs) 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 which is great. Cause like, I have so much to learn and I do love learning and you know, I, I, I'm learning that my superpower is to sort of feel into people and drop in with them mm-hmm. without, I mean, I'm always trying to make sense of them, but I finally learned that I can let go of that. And so I'm just now getting into 
more intentional uses mm. of my magic. And I think I'm a love, I mean, I'm definitely a love witch. I'm a love and sex oh, witch because yeah. my Art literal witch, life witch. mission. Yeah. My literal, I mean, and here's the thing, wiggling is sexy. Like, like let's yes. wiggle our way into the sex Primal. and creativity that we want. Like sex is the most creative mm. thing. And I just am on a mission like you of spreading love around the world and getting people to be loved better, including better fuckings. And and not, again, better is a binary word, but just like ongoing better. Like we can always explore. I talk to people, yeah, more intentional, just like different Mm -hmm. things. Or even if you're doing the same thing, it's a different day. So there are different things to notice. And that's the Mm -hmm. more that I talk to people, the more I hear different, like sneaky ways that stagnation brings in. So I think, I think I really am a wiggle witch where I'm like, but what if we wiggle it up? Like, what if, what if we just shake it up a little bit? Like, what if it wasn't exactly the way you thought of it? Like, what if you looked at it a different way? What if I asked you Mm. a million questions until you were so tired of questions, but also it made you think, you know? And so. (laughs) AKA waking people up, AKA turning people on. Yes. And on that note, Uranus, the the planet of rebel, revolutionary, waking things up, shaking things up. That's the first planet in my chart. And it's in Capricorn, the sign of work. So it's like, that's how I show up in the world. And it's right next to my Neptune, which is the dreamer and my Saturn, which is like, no, I really mean it. We're going to get this done. So like those three are sitting on a bench. So I think I'm a, I'm a wiggly question, witch, and I really like, I really like asking people questions out loud. And I've had to soften my language around questions in order to not accidentally make people super mad because basically it was reflected to me recently on one of my live streams they're like we because I was like if there was like a, a place that you could fuck like at a sex party like imagine okay so someday maybe I'll make like a sex park that's like Disneyland but for sex like where we have the best like you know the best sex parties ever sex yeah. resorts whatever like what sort of structure would you like me to build that you could fuck on for example like the first street bridge in los angeles like it has all these little alcoves and i just would like love to fuck on it but i'd never fuck on that actual bridge yeah. it's like dirty and there's cars dirty. but like in a magical sex resort if that was like over the lobby and was like a place to fuck like that'd be so fun and i asked the group and it was crickets and then i was like did i ask a bad question like what's happening and they were someone was like well sometimes i feel like there's like an answer you're looking for like i have to have the right answer and i'm like no i'm just noodling so noodling is a very powerful word that i use to be like no i'm just thinking about it and yeah learning to soften all of the questions and just like invite people into play into their playful selves mm. that's like what i want to create more permission for mm. so beautiful and i if i was in that group i would have been I would have been chirp, chirp, chirping. What would you, what would you, what are your answers? I am actually curious. Like what, what, what's a place? Somebody did finally say a cave, like a wooded cave, with like a ring of trees around. I was like, that's a good one. That's great. I would like a set from one of Lana Del Rey's music video with a Max version of her. So I could finally be with her. Fuck yes. Oh my, wait, you love Lana Del Rey too? Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. I literally told the, the BDSM guy, just so, just so you know, we're in a threesome with Lana, me, and you. And she'll be playing in the background. I was going to say, please tell me you played the song Ride. Oh, of course. I play her complete discog- discography at like all my hookups. Amazing. I fucking love her. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Leo, what would you pick though? What place yeah. would you pick? I just like immediately envisioned like an Icelandic cliff. Oh yeah, like wildflowers and like seascape cliff. No, it's oh like god. literally ice. Oh, oh my god! I so maybe love it's not that. Iceland. <laughs> Greenland. With fur, Fuck, yeah. fur, fur on the ice. Yeah, it. like kind of like fairy esque, like woodland. Very. Oh my god! Yeah, yep. ice queen. Literally, the more that I, I go into the fantasy ice like- with the hotness. Yeah. You melt that with the laws. And, and I, but then I'm like hearing, pe- I hear people's fantasies and I'm like, yeah, but I want to make it real. No, but I, like, I actually want to build these things. No, like I actually want the mobile dungeons <laughs> and the resorts and I connect everything and then have the programming to go along with it. So we're not so fucking judgy patriarchy, you know, like, so yeah. we stop measuring uh-huh. ourselves yeah. against each other. And so that we can just fuck each other nicely yeah. and mean and like meanly, like, and by nicely, I mean like meanly in the ways that we want, like get our heart's totally. desires met. <laughs> <laughs> so baffling that that's so fucking difficult to like capture to so many people right? like, yes i agree i think we're getting there yeah we're def- there's definitely, definitely progress being made i'm feeling I mean, that we can talk about all this so mm. openly and just some people publish it sometimes sometimes 
it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, that's what I said. All I, if I can just tip the needle as much as I can in my lifetime, yeah. that's great. And you know, there, a book I read this year was Simon Sinek's Start With Why. You don't need to read the whole yes, book, but, that's but it's, book. you know, it, the idea that I could just get permission from a book to have a goal that is literally larger than my life can ever achieve. Mm. I felt so much permission. I was like, oh, I was busy feeling bad and wrong because I have these gigantic goals. I literally want to shift the culture of the world. And I started to feel really shy about that over the past couple of years. Cause I was like, well, that's like not, you know, like when you meet a new that's person cool. on Tinder or whatever, like, and I'd be like, and I really am trying to shift the culture and people are just like, okay, you know, but, but I was like, actually, I'm so happy with that because it takes off all of the pressure to achieve a specific thing. And all I'm doing is just doing the work. Like with the audition, mm. you just do the work and you forget about, like you just yes. submit the grant application and forget about it. You submit yes. the script and forget about it. Submit the manuscript and the queries and the blah, 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 blah. Create just and so, to create. Yes. And just for the process mm. and for the growth in the process. So I feel like I'm finally like wiggling my way into that. <laughs> Oh, yes. oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Last week on one of my wiggles, a guy wrote as a man, how am I supposed to feel while watching this? <laughs> and I just think oh. it's so funny because I'm like, it's so funny how we live in a society that like tells us that men want to be in charge, but they don't have a fucking clue what to do, especially the like quote unquote nice ones that are trying to figure out how to function post me too. And I just was like, it's so interesting that you chose to include as a man and also like, I don't know, feel however you feel. Like, right. how does it feel to look at a wiggly adult human whose and body you may find attractive? Yeah, I don't and know. if he's turned like, on, it's it's okay. It's In fact, it's good. It's like yeah, a part yeah. of being human. And it's not permission. Question it. Exactly, but it's also not permission to tell me your fantasies about me. Like that is my one right. rule on the podcast. I'm right. like, keep your thoughts and fantasies about me and my guests to yourselves any sexy mm -hmm. thoughts, any hint of a sexy right. thought, keep it to yourself and like have your own experience. <laughs> That's respect. That's all you're asking for. Respect. Yes. So funny. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking a card poll is in Oh order. yeah. Yes. I, I since we're talking so much about creativity to use the Angel Phoenix deck um, artwork by Gabriella Rosie, to both okay. artists, all sexual uh -huh. energy, like this mm -hmm. is what we want right now. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. So do you have a question, Waya? Anything on the heart or mind? Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's see. So what I'm working on in my life right now is shifting this pattern of overwhelm that I have. There's so much that I want to do. There's so much that I love to do. And literally just today before I was talking to you, I was creating a new schedule and I started to get this fear because it's all the things I want to do. And I think this time I might have enough space in my schedule to work, but I also know that I have this overwhelm pattern and I get really mm -hmm. overwhelmed and it can lead to burnout. If I'm not careful, I try to be very careful. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not even trying to solve this overwhelm pattern, but I think I really want to know what should I be learning from it? How should I be working with it? beautiful mm. phrasing and I'm sure so many listeners are relating right now yeah mm. yeah what can I let go of also mm. <laughs> okay what can you let go of how can you focus and take something from the overwhelm okay let's all breathe together Beautiful cards, please come through clearly for Wyo and everyone listening. We'd like some guidance on the overwhelm. The letting go, did something just fly out? No? Did you guys see something? I don't know, That's you're so off. so weird. Eyes okay. are closed. Nope, we're still going, we're still going, asking for a clear answer. Wyo, I saw in my head a red balloon. Does Ooh. that mean anything? Um, I mean, there's a book called The Red Balloon. Well, mm -hmm. I feel well, it was like-, like when you, you said, let it go. And then like, we took a breath oh, and I saw a red balloon, like flying away, like almost like the red balloon is the red is like rage and anger. Yeah. So like the burnout and the, it's also my favorite color in the sex stories color, you know, like oh, it's, amazing. It's the, yeah. 
Amazing. Okay, and freaking we got the Phoenix Rise Up. Hello, <gasps> hello, Rebirth. Hello, Change. Combined with the Booty Call card. Oh, okay. yes, yes hello. please. How straightforward is a booty call? Like, you know, we're uh, about communicating. Is that like Booty Call Rising? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm a cancer sun booty booty call rising. So to me, <laughs> to me, the application to your question of like what to let go of, it's like the ashes, let go of the ashes, yeah. let go of the past and thinking that you have to repeat the pattern. Instead, embrace the flames. They're sometimes painful. You have to walk mm, them yeah. hearted. Mm. Um, but then you get to rise up from them. And yeah. to me, the booty call energy is like saying exactly what you want, being straightforward. I mean, a booty call is the person standing in their power, knowing what they want, like mm. telling someone exactly oh, what yeah. they want and calling oh it in. Ah! <laughs> Maybe you need to do some sex magic too. I need to, so sex magic is on my list of things to learn about. I know very little about it other than what I've read in your article. Like Aww. I don't, you know, like I don't know very much yeah. because I literally have just been part of what is coming for me is more personal research because I've been doing a lot of primary source research, like just interviewing people about their lives, which means I'm also receiving a lot of secondary information. And so sex magic is on my list. Like I want to learn more. Um, do how, where, where do I start? Where should <laughs> I think I? try it That's trial and error? Just say. like, yeah, just do it. Okay. Yes. There's no wrong, like thing. You don't need a partner to do it. It's really no. great solo. So literally yeah. one session, start with one session okay. and just do the okay. ritual we described in the article. Like it's really simple. Yeah. Oh my God. And then I'll be a sexy Phoenix rising. Yeah. Sexy Phoenix rising. Maybe I'll, is that mean I'm just kind of like booty call after booty call after, or every booty call will be transformational Ooh, in a magical way? Up and up oh, and up. Yeah. Mm. I could so see that. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Beautiful. I can't oh. help but talk to you and get super fucking inspired. Oh, <laughs> I feel the, the same best. way. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Two way street here. Um, mm -hmm. so where can our lovely listeners find you for wiggling and all the things? Mm. I'm everywhere on the internet at Wyoly. Wyo is W-Y-O-H. Lee is L-E-E. -E. You can also search at Sex Stories Pod on Instagram. I I get a lot of stuff taken off of Instagram, so I've really been moving more toward OnlyFans. And then I also have Wyoly.com and sexstoriespodcast.com, and that links to everything I'm doing perfect amazing and then in closing a basic blessing this is something we are each grateful for today any of us can start i know we all are thinking of each other right now because we love each other yep. so much so i'm yep. so grateful for both of you <laughs> um i'm also grateful for the internet for allowing me <laughs> to have a way to meet fun people you know i i don't love the internet all the time but i am grateful for connection yes i'm feeling also very grateful for you too. I'm grateful for summer and the warm weather mm. and the huge shift I have felt as mercury has gone direct. And just, mm -hmm. I'm grateful for friends like you who I feel deeply inspired by and moved by and feel creative connection with. And I'm just like grateful for this time with you. And like, I'm having so much gratitude for the excitement I feel about the next steps. Yes. Ah, so much love for you. I am so grateful for sleeping in. Yeah. I really needed the sleep today and I still want more, but it was really nice what I got. Yay. I'm glad you got it, Witch. Thanks. Oh, I'm glad we got to talk to you, Wyo. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having Let's me. Wiggle it out. Wiggle it out. <laughs> <laughs> Witches. Yeah. <laughs>